Hello everybody, welcome back. This is Tamara from A Girl in the Middle, Titus to Mentor, encouraging women to love God and to love well their home and family. I am so glad you are back here to join me today. Today we are going to talk about running. Are you running? Christian women should be running. My girlfriend's recent graduate was sitting shotgun as they drove through for the free celebration donuts. Her always skinny husband was sitting in the back seat of the car appearing to be ready to handle any excess in the donut realm. And I said as much. I had to laugh as she replied, he can't eat them much either. Funny how as we get older, our bodies boss us around. Spending so much money on athletic shoes pushes itself higher on my priority list every year and always under duress, but my feet are cranky and picky and getting older. It's certain I have a work to do as my body bosses me around and tries to rid me of any veto power I currently possess. Are you running? I'm not a runner. I'm barely a walker, but I do enjoy walking. I feel frustrated when I don't see the results on the scale, and I tend to punish myself by stopping short even though I know it's good for me and it feels good to me. Mom used to say I have a habit of cutting off my nose to spite my face. I suppose this would fall under that category. I'm trying. I want to enjoy life and I can't wait until it's too late. So I've got my running shoes on. God talks a bit about running too through his word. Enjoying life is God's desire for believers. Solomon, the wisest man to live, walks through how vain and futile life's work and toil are and how it's difficult to make much sense out of these times, no matter how much money we have, how rich we are, or how wise we are. Toil, hard times, suffering. Start reading in Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and really listen to what he shares about life's worth. I felt like we were sitting together today and I was nodding my head and saying how much I agree with him. When I came to the verse that says a fool and a wise man both die the same, it wrapped up my thoughts. Life is hard. Sometimes God doesn't give us all the details in and through life's toil our labor of life, or our work, our, or hardships thereof. And riches and wisdom are not deterrents to death. Are we here to work ourselves to death, hating every moment? God forbid. But what then? All this heavy stuff. I'm glad I didn't, and God didn't, stop there. So let's keep going. Wisdom and riches and riches are no respecters of death. And then I saw these verses and I paused. I reread and I searched more and I let God lead my thoughts, the thoughts of my heart. Listen to what Solomon concludes here. Ecclesiastes 2, 23, 23 through 20, 
6, the beginning of 26. A person can do nothing better than to eat and drink and find satisfaction in their own toil. This too, I see, is from the hand of God. For without him, who can eat or find enjoyment? To the person who pleases him, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. Wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. Enjoy life. I mean, here's the wisest man alive, penning through God's spirit, the answer to a laborious life. Find enjoyment in life. The rest of life is futile. Verse 26 says, The person who pleases God receives wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. Could we then say our life's work isn't just that which we pull a paycheck from, nor that which we run around accomplishing from each rising of the sun, but rather it's pleasing God. I'd like to think the work God gives us to do matters, not because we have to suffer or toil through it, but because it comes from him. In fact, as we keep reading, we see Solomon agrees. Enjoying life is God's gift to us. Ecclesiastes 3, 12 through 13. I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good when they live, while they live. That each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is the gift of God. Can you believe it? I want to live a happy life. Do you? I'm not talking about the name it and claim it mantra. That's bunk. I'm talking about God's word right here. Find satisfaction in your toil. This is the gift of God. About those running shoes. Are you realizing God's satisfaction and enjoyment in your own life? Or do you feel like you're overtaken in the toil, the suffering of today? And there's hope, friends. There's hope. You don't have to stay there. Run. Run for protection. Who doesn't want to enjoy life and and find happiness? If you're my sister in Christ, he is yours. And his gift of enjoying life belongs to you. How do you get to him when you're swamped over in fear, emotion, or dismay? What do we do? You run. I run. We run. Proverbs 18.10 The name of the Lord, the name of the Lord, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. I'm going to stop there for a second. Those of you reading, I hope you listen too because it's not in the, the transcript here. Strong Tower. If you live anywhere in the world, in our country, that has storms as part of the norm, you have to have a place to run that is safe. For us, Christian sister, for us believers, We have that place in the name of the Lord. Proverbs 18.10 The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous 
run to it and are safe. As imperfect Christians, we spend too much time running away from God. Distractions come in every way you can think of. And when we're caught in the mix, we run. We try to do things ourselves. We avoid doing things ourselves. We run, but we are not running to our strong tower. Don't trip over the untied laces. Or maybe you've got to go without shoes altogether, and that's okay. But run, sister, run. Run to the Lord. Run to him for protection. Run with a plan. When we are safe, we'll do anything. I love, love, love the beach. I love to be there. I'll stay there all day, any day, as long as I'm safe. Strong Florida sunlight will burn up my skin in no time. Give me a hat, an umbrella, or some safe sunblock, and I'm good. Show me lightning striking from the clouds, and I'm running back to my car for safety. I have a plan both for safety and for purpose to enjoy my time. 1 Corinthians 9.24 Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Run with purpose. God tells us run with a plan to receive his prize imperishable. It's worth the race, friends. It's worth the race. And even I, the runner that I am not, realizes that running a marathon, a life race, is riddled with pain and sacrifices. Run with promise. One thing I can say for sure, if I was out there trying to get my walk going without the promise of returning home and finding rest, I couldn't make it past the front door. I know, even in just walking, I will get tired and need the promise of an end in sight, or I would surely quit. Isaiah 40, 29 through 31. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Weary and weak, strength and power. Flesh, weary and weak, divine strength and power. Even youths grow tired and weary, young men stumble and fall. Verse 31, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Toil is no deal breaker for God's happiness in our life. In, in life's hard work, and we won't always have God's answers to why we go through what we will. But I want to realize and live God's gift of enjoying the life he gives me, even when I'm laboring or suffering toil. Run to God, my friends, and let him wrap you up in safety. And when you're ready to get back out there, run. Run with the plan, the purpose, and the promise he has for you.
There's one life here on earth that we're given to live. And I know in life's hard times, it isn't as easy as just say it and do it. But you've got to run to God. I've got to run to God. Let all that's troubling you push you. Shoes or no shoes, run to the name of the Lord, your strong tower. And from there, he can wrap you up in his safety. And then you can get ready to get, to get with life and to run to please God and to be happy. John 10.10, 10, the thief comes only to steal, to kill, and destroy. That's what the thief wants to do. But Jesus came that we might have life and have it abundantly. Reach out to me for prayer, for a listening ear, and that will mean prayer, just so you know. And anything I can do to help you um, see the Lord, find the Lord, and live for him. I will see you back here next time. Thank you for joining me today. God bless you, sisters. I'll think of you and pray for you as I'm out there with my shoes on, running. <laughs>